Welcome to Common Sense Coalition Talk Radio, where you'll find straight talk from people with good old common sense. I trust your opinion. And now, for your host, he's putting sense back into nonsense. Absolute insanity. Well, you can hear me on the Your host, Beth Ann. And I welcome you today to CSE Talk Radio. It's my honor, my privilege, and my pleasure to be here with you today. As always, as every day, we're going to start the show with prayer, as we have been doing since September 26, 2019. It's been a while. I hope that it means something to you. I hope that you actually do join me in prayer when we do this. Um, you know, it's... Um, It's very vital, I believe, right now in this nation that American Christians stand up. Stand up for values. Stand up for God's righteousness. Stand up knowing that we need to do the right thing. And I'm not talking about right and left, a Republican and Democrat, but I'm talking about under God. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. For such a time as this, most gracious Heavenly Father, we bow before you together. As a body of believers, we are spread out across this nation, Father. Numerous states, and either even abroad, even in other countries, they hear this show. They hear this prayer. Father, you know each and every one of us, personally. I pray, Father for your blessings upon each one listening today, each one praying, and maybe those who question prayer, Father, touch their hearts, encourage them, let them know your presence. We thank you, Father. We praise you for your love and for your grace and your mercy upon us, for your salvation that you so freely gave, you sacrificed. We will never know as a people the true sacrifice that was on that cross for us and the resurrection, Father, the promise of life eternal with you. Lord God, I come to you every day here sharing my prayers with you with others. We're worried about our country, Father. We're worried about the people in this nation, Father. Those that are so lost that they don't even know what gender they are. They are so lost, Father, that they kill their unborn. They are so lost. We pray for them, Father. We pray for the leadership that is going in evil direction. I pray your justice And that is scary, Father, because all of us deserve your wrath. This country, once called by your name, is now a shame. We are just ashamed of what we are. We are worse than Nineveh. So much worse than Nineveh. Father, forgive us. May we be a repentant people. May we be a people with 
those beautiful feet, eager and willing and ready to run and do your will, to spread the good news. Father, oh, Abba, Father, pour out your blessings. You already have, but we ask again and again that you will do this, that you will awaken your remnant that is here in this nation, and may it rise up, not just for this nation, just not just for the world, but for you, Father. For your kingdom. Regardless of what we do, you are still on your throne. You are the God of everything. The God of all creation. Thank you, Father, for that love that you have for each and every one of us. I believe you have placed me here for such a time as this. May I not fail you. But may I be your beacon. And to my listeners and to the world. Not for me, Father. But for you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. A list of grievances. Yesterday I asked you, what have you, have you been usurped? <laughs> what would be your list of usurpations from our government? Did you take the moment to write it down? Usurpation means an act of usurping. I hate it when they do that. Wrong for illegal encroachment, infringement, or seizure. Illegal seizure or occupation of a throne. I, for one, am one of those that I guess deserves to be in prison because I believe that Joe Biden is unlawfully on the throne. I believe there is a a core group, we can call them the deep state, you can call them whatever you want, that are pushing the buttons. The definition of usurp is to seize and to hold. To take or to make use of without right. The meaning of tyranny. Are we under tyranny? People are in fear of their government. And if you are in fear of your government, you are tyranny. If the government fears you, there is liberty. But tyranny is cruel and unfair treatment by people with power over others. A government in which all power belongs to one person. The rule of authority or the tyrant. I don't believe we have one person over us. I believe we have a multitude, an oligarchy, over us, dictating us. I just heard a, a commercial about driving. And uh, there's certain, you know, depending on what you're doing, you've got to have a certain driver's license. This guy said he was, he was just a kid, a teenager, and he was driving state vehicles to clear snow. He said he didn't have a special driver's license. You know, that is another form of tax. Just, just throwing that out there. In yesterday's closing, I mentioned how we can restore rightfully and justly our republic form of government. It was a little radical. It was a little, it was a lot radical. Maybe y'all thought I was just going nuts. But I truly believe that's what has to be done. Will it be done? I doubt it. But I do believe that it has to be done. We are going to have to remove people from power. 
And once we have, we're going to have to make sure that they never have power again. In the days of the Revolutionary War, and we were a small country then, we sent 100,000 people packing. You don't like it? Get out. We had people promise they'd get out when Trump was elected, but they didn't get out. And now look what a mess we're in. Because they all connived and manipulated and did all kinds of things to make sure that he didn't get elected again. Yesterday I also asked you, uh, I gave you an assignment to, to list your grievances. Did you try that exercise? Seriously, did you try? I doubt it. Why do I doubt that? Because I know you're probably like me. <laughs> I'm no lawyer. In fact, I believe we have too many of those lawyers in position. Those who make the laws practice the laws. That doesn't mean they keep the laws themselves. And I don't lay claim to that quote. It was from a very wise listener who I miss, who used to call me frequently and give me some advice and encouragement. She was also a descendant of the Revolutionary War of George Washington. Is liberty important to you, America? I want us to truly think about the times we are in today as if we were living in the 1700s under tyranny because I believe some of the tyranny we're under now is worse than what our founding fathers were experiencing. They just had more of a lust and a love for independence than we seem to have. We'll talk about liberty when we come back. I hear the music. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann, and we'll be right back. You can look for the silver lining or you can strengthen your portfolio with gold and silver. Optimism is planning for your own financial future. Melody Cedarstrom of Discount Gold and Silver Trading has been watching our economy and the banksters for well over 20 years. The U.S. has an unsustainable debt. While the timing of a collapse cannot be predicted, we know the proverbial straw that breaks the camel's back weighs heavier and heavier with each new stimulus and omnibus bill. Because of our debt and the lack of solid backing, those fiat dollars in your pocket continue to deflate in value. However, gold stays true, true wealth. Give Melody Cedarstrom a call at 1-800-375-4188. That's 1-800-375-4188. Discount gold and silver trading for all your precious metal needs. And join Melody weekday afternoons at 4 p.m. Eastern Time on Financial Survival Radio. Visit DGSCoins.com. That's DGSCoins.com. Made in America is more than just a slogan. It's a brand we all look for to better this nation's economy. Liberty Tabletop is the brand of Cheryl Manufacturing, the only manufacturer of flatware in the United States of America. Liberty Tabletop creates high-quality flatware at a competitive price using the finest quality 1810 chromium nickel stainless steel. Oh, and by the way, the steel they use is also made in the USA. The steel is tested for lead and other toxic trace elements, so you bring to 
your family a safe and pure product that will last for generations. Setting your table is an important part of every meal. The patterns you choose say something about you and your family. Bringing America home with LibertyTabletop.com or go to my website, csetalkradio.com, and click on their link. Call Liberty Tabletop at 844-386-2338. Use the promo code BETHANN and receive 10% off your purchase. LibertyTabletop.com. Daniel Turner, founder and executive director of Power the Future, agrees that America is blessed with an abundance of reliable energy sources. Our natural resources are the lifeblood of our nation and have made our nation prosperous. Rural America is the heart of production in this nation, our food, manufacturing, trucking, and yes, our energy. Power the Future promotes jobs in rural America, specifically our energy jobs. These jobs are all under attack. Wealthy radicals like Tom Stiers and George Soros promise to break the nation's energy independence. Their beloved Green New Deal attacks all that is good in this nation. Our food, our land, our jobs, our families, and of course, our gassy cows. Power the Future is fighting for you, rural America. Join them. Visit PowerTheFuture.com. See the latest news and donate to those who are fighting for you. PowerTheFuture.com. Power of the Future is fighting to keep America's lights on. And we have returned. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth. I'm going to finish my monologue. I got to talking during my monologue. <laughs> I chased a few rabbits. But the meaning of liberty... The state of condition or condition of people who are able to act and speak freely. Do you feel like you are living in liberty today? Do you feel that freedom to act and speak freely? Or do you fear it a little bit when you say something? Freedom and liberty. Even with these valued objectives. There are rules and laws to protect others from hurt and harm. There's a lot of things going on right now. And there's a lot of protests. And I'm all for the protests. I'm all for the screaming and the hollering and the making speeches. Not for burning, not for looting, not for knocking people in the head. Although there's probably a few people that need knocked in the head. I don't think we can do that, honestly. You can't have... If you have absolute freedom, there is chaos. Freedom and liberty come with some boundaries. There have to be some boundaries. But right now, the tyranny that's going on in this country, the boundaries are coming in to where you're not even allowed to speak without being declared a domestic terrorist. So even, you know... I don't know how many of you are in music or musically inclined, but a soloist can take certain liberties in her music or his music, the soloist. But they still have to stay within the confines of the time signature. You can't, you can't just go all over the board with it. You have to stay in the confines. Again, the quote that's on the Liberty Bell is out of Leviticus 25, 10. Proclaim liberty throughout all the land and unto all the inhabitants thereof. Can Americans today, in all honesty, proclaim liberty? 
Are we still that shining city on a hill? The world is watching. Much of the world is laughing. And a lot of the world is waiting. Declare independence, America. Declare and proclaim liberty throughout all the land. We must do these things. Liberty does not come from a piece of paper. It does not come from Congress. Liberty comes from God. But you must claim it. You must live it. You must obey the laws and the rules. Unless they go against your Constitution. Now, this is something totally off topic. But I thought it was good to share I don't know if the story is true or false, but I've, I've read it before, and Rudy handed it to me today, and it was on Facebook. It says, today I operated on a little girl. She needed O-negative blood. We didn't have any, but her twin brother had O-negative blood. I explained to him that it was a matter of life and death. He sat quietly for a moment and then said goodbye to his parents. I didn't think anything of it until after we took his blood, and he asks, So when will I die? He thought he was giving his life for his sister. Thankfully, they'll both be fine. We don't have too many people today that are willing to give their lives for anything or to sacrifice. America is Partly we're in this mess because we don't like to sacrifice. And we want the government instead of God to take care of us. We've forgotten how to work hard. We've forgotten what it feels like to go to bed exhausted, physically exhausted. And those in their ivory palaces, those who have positions of authority, they look down upon us when we do get our hands dirty. But we're the ones that make this nation flow. And when their laws obstruct our production and our work, this nation doesn't flow. It does not flow. This is coming from Ed. I, th- I sent him a thank you yesterday. I don't... I don't know if he even knows me from Adam. <laughs> I think I had him on the show a long, long time ago. But it's Ed Martin with uh, Phyllis Schlafly's Eagle. He says, good morning. What sort of consequences do you think appropriate for the person responsible for the National School Board Association's letter calling concerned parents domestic terrorists? If you want, if your answer was firing or demotion or a public rebuke, you answered incorrectly according to the Biden administration. As you know, by now, this Viola Garcia has been, become the lucky recipient of a cushy government job on the Department of Education's National Assessment Governing Board. So here we now have another Department that's eating our substance, eating out our substance, according to the Declaration of Independence. The swamp protects itself, he says. And yes, they do. Some of the uh, news t- 
titles that I'm going to go over just a little bit. That was one of them. Biden appoints the NSBA official who penned terrorists' letter to Federal Education Board. You know, she'll have a pension. If we have another lockdown, she'll get paid. She probably was anyway. And then there's a Virginia mother who says the Fed and the helicopters showed up at the school board meeting and she's received daily threats, not just to herself, but her children by name. The White House maintains reconciliation package will be the biggest investment addressing the climate change in history. Climate change is a hoax and it's costing America and Americans and the world. It's costing us dearly. Actually, it's probably the biggest threat to the environment. Their fixation of it. The U.S. State Department issues their first gender-neutral passport. We're going to talk about that one a little bit because i got a little something to say about it. Democrats keep pushing to eliminate Americans' due process of rights. There's another gun control that's you know coming up in Congress. And if you think the Republicans are going to protect your gun control, by golly, you better start thinking. Oh, there will be a few of them. They'll put up a little fight. They like to make a lot of noise. And this thing that happened with um, um, Alec Baldwin, he'll become a poster child for gun control. You just watch. And Portland, Portland now offers bereavement leave to city employees who undergo an abortion. Yes, my friends, that is almost an admission that they know that they're killing a human being. So they're going to have bereavement. They're not going to make it illegal now that they know that it's a life. They're just going to... Let you be sad. It's, it's a mess that we're in, and we are going to have to understand that we're going to have to get right with God to come back. And if America survives this, it'll only be because of that. And we truly will be the greatest nation ever. Maybe one day we will be that shining city on a hill because we have all looked up instead of to government. We've looked to God. We've gotten rid of all of those who removed God from the, and booed God. They removed him from the uh, uh, Pledge of Allegiance during their convention and bragged about it. God will not be mocked. Be forewarned. He will not be mocked. There will be payment one day. They claim that this this, uh, reconciliation package is going to be the biggest and the most historic investment. And something that would make an enormous, have enormous impact on addressing these issues. This is coming from Jen Psaki, who Chris Wallace thinks is the best press secretary ever. That tells you a whole lot about Chris Wallace. The same one that was just, ooh, 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 with Pelosi. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you for what you do for our democracy. If you're watching Fox News, you need to be aware. They're pushing climate change now. You know that. 
It's a hoax. So why is the whole world worried about the planet? <laughs> well, those who are the worried the most are getting quite rich on their uh, planet fixes. But not you. It'll be a cold, dark winter for you. But not them. Because they don't care what the prices are. And they don't care who's digging the oil as long as you're not digging the oil. It's okay if Russia does it. It's okay if China has slave labor to get their coal. It's okay. Just not for America. You can no longer prosper because you're evil. You're evil. You want to make a profit. <laughs> All right. We're going into a break. You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. We'll be right back. Have returned to listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. Well, you know they had uh, Attorney General Garland before Congress, before the committees yesterday, and they went after him. I mean, they went after him. We're singing their, you know, their songs. Yay, yay, go, go, go. It was all of them. Tom Cotton, it was Josh Hawley, it was everybody. Will anything happen from the noise? A Virginia mother, whose speech against a school board has gone viral, claimed in an interview that federal agents staked out one of the latest meetings at the Fairfax County School Board. Stacy Langton, who gained widespread attention for her viral speech in September, slamming the school board's inclusion of graphic novels depicting homosexual acts in their libraries, said in an interview with Fox News that there were multiple unmarked cars parked outside the meeting as well as a police helicopter circling overhead. This is something that is incredible in America, she said, and it's ridiculously un-American. She says, I have had threats against my children by name. I have been followed into my car with my children. They have my vehicle. They know where I live, and I don't know who's putting somebody up to this, but it's obviously meant to intimidate me. So who are the real intimidators? The parents there at the uh, school board meetings? Or is it the actual school boards and the association of school boards that are calling them domestic terrorists? How dare they question our authority? How dare them? I'm certain their little girl was doing something wrong in the bathroom for this young man with a skirt to come in and rape her. How dare they question us? She says, I have threats. Maybe Attorney General Garland should mobilize the FBI into who's threatening my family, she quipped. Local police are important. And they are to demeaning our local officers. They don't want you to like your local police. I like my local sheriff. I do. He's a good guy. Goes after the bad guys. And we have things happen in this town. And he's there, or in this county. And he's there. Now, I'm not about to turn on him unless he decides to start going unconstitutional. We have a problem. And the problem is 
in D.C. The insurrection on January 6th that they call an insurrection was a riot. We will admit to it that it was a riot. We will also admit now that we know that it was an instigated riot. (laughs) They had a little help pushing them along the way from Antifa, from FBI, from BLM. That doesn't make what they did right. It doesn't excuse it. But it does explain what happened. And it does explain that it was not a planned insurrection. I don't know if uh, you heard this or not, Rudy, but um, and I don't have his name in front of me, but there was a gentleman that they allowed out now. He's been in jail since in the insurrection. But he signed a paper. He wrote a letter about his loathing now, that he loathes Donald Trump. And since he has gone anti-Donald Trump, he loathes him. They let him out. Let him out. They let him out. No pressure there. No intimidation. No intimidation going on there. Although many of them have said that they have been abused, put in solitary confinement, intimidated, reprogrammed. The way they treated our prisoners of war, they will let you go if you write a letter saying how bad the USA is. Yeah, something like that. Sounds. You know, they've learned a lot. Yes. They've learned a lot from our enemies now that they've joined them. I want to talk just briefly. I already mentioned this, that the Portland now offers bereavement leave to city employees who undergo an abortion. And the writer of this is Bruce Hoxneck, and this is from The Daily Citizen. He says, sometimes inadvertently, truthful admissions about abortion slip out from the very institutions that unhesitatingly support it such is the case with the recent announcement from the City Council of Portland, Oregon, that city employees will now be entitled to three days of bereavement leave after undergoing an abortion. Bereavement, as defined by the the Merriam-Webster Dictionary, is the state of being sad because a family member or friend has recently died. Now, think about that. Just for a moment. America needs to start taking this country back. For freedom, yes. For liberty, yes. For God. For the righteous. For the unborn. How could God possibly bless a nation that kills their unborn children? Oh, I murdered my child. I need three days off. I'm I'm kind of sad. It's it's been a little emotional for me. I murdered a child. I know they're going to sell its body parts and make a profit on it, but at least it's not going to be in my way. But I am a little sad. If it's nothing, why would they be sad? There's nothing more than a blob of tissue. Why would they be sad? Because they know the truth. That's why. And the most evil of all who know the truth and still do it. Hmm. Well, the U.S. State Department issues the first gender-neutral passport. The United States has officially issued its first gender-natural, neutral, I'm sorry, Passport, (laughs) natural would be totally wrong. The State Department announced the milestone, I put millstone, on Wednesday. 
Because this is going to be a millstone around our necks, folks. I'm sorry, but it is. Citizens can now choose an X on their passport application to show that they don't really identify as the customary female or male. Now, let's think about it. Your driver's license, they ask you all kinds of things for identification. So, if you identify as an X, how does the officer look upon you? Hmm. Are you a female that they're looking for? What if you go missing? They don't even know what they're looking for. If you go missing, they don't even know, am I looking for a male, a female? I'm looking for an ex. I'm looking for an ex. You mean I'm looking for somebody who doesn't even know if he's male or female? Just think about the absurdity of this. We, It's there for identification purposes. If you don't know how you identify, how is someone going to find you if you're lost? Well, let me tell you one now. You truly are lost. If you don't know who you are and you're marking X, X marks the spot. Ain't going to get it if you're missing. Is it a male? Is it a female? I don't know. It's an X. Hmm. When a person obtains identity documents, they reflect their true identity. They live with greater dignity and respect, Stern said. (laughs) X marks the spot. I don't know how you can be any stupider than to make that silly statement. And to, to go along with this gender neutrality or whatever you want to call it, these people, they're sick. I'm sorry if you're one of them. I I pray for you to get well. But there's a problem. If you don't know who you are or what you are, there's a problem. And you are prey. People are going to prey on you. And I don't mean P-R-A-Y. I mean P-R-E-Y. X marks the spot and go and get it. You're either a male or you're a female. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. We need to be tough like some of our founding fathers and founding mothers. When we come back, I'm going to share a founding mother's story with you. And I'm going to ask you, I know, it'll be too late for phone calls, but I might ask you tomorrow, no, tomorrow we're going to have a busy show. Monday. List your usurpations, and we'll have a call-in show for that. We'll be right back. Have you heard about vine-to-bar chocolate? It's the winemaker's chocolate, the world's first chocolate made with well-vined Chardonnay Mark from the beautiful coastal vineyards of North America. Gently pressed grapes are harvested after juicing, dried, and finely milled and carefully blended into the finest dark chocolate. The Chardonnay Mark contains highly beneficial grape nutrients, flavanols, and has a natural sweetness that flavors the luscious dark chocolate. Mouth-watering, flavorful, 
delectable dark chocolate goodness with Chardonnay sweetness and beneficial nutrients. And it's alcohol-free, too. It's Vine to Bar Chocolate. Order some today at vinetobar.com. That's V-I-N-E-T-O-B-A-R.com. Cold ship to your door, it's Vine to Bar. Vine to Bar Chocolate. Visit us at vinetobar.com. Subpar immune system throughout the world is probably the reason COVID-19 secured such a foothold on the population. Strong immune systems help prevent sickness. If you have a weak immune system, you might consider using Immuno 150. It was formulated to strengthen immune systems. Immuno 150 contains 70 plant-derived minerals and 80 other nutrients. Go to your computer and visit immuno150.com. That's I-M-M-U-N-O-150.com. If you don't have a computer, call 888-316-2224 for mailed information. Prepare to be surprised because Immuno 150 is effective and produces results. I urge you to try Immuno 150 if you want to improve your immune system. For more information, visit the website immuno150.com or call 888-316-2224. Hear ye, hear ye. Now is the time for all good Americans to come to the aid of their country. For the past several months, I've been sharing with you a newsletter, Voice of the Patriot. Like Thomas Paine's Common Sense, circulate and share these newsletters with freedom-loving Americans, friends, neighbors, family. Beginning with Voice of the Patriot newsletter number six, start sharing with your elected officials. We must take steps to restore our republic. As nightfall does not come at once, neither does oppression. In both instances, there's a twilight where everything remains seemingly unchanged. And it is in such twilight that we must be aware of change in the air, however slight, lest we become unwitting victims of the darkness, tyranny. We're burning daylight, America. Tomorrow might be too late. Request your copy of Voice of the Patriot today. Send a self-addressed stamped envelope to CSE Talk Radio, Post Office Box 73, California, Missouri, 65018. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, the inventor of MyPillow. For the longest time, I've wanted to come out with the world's most comfortable bed sheets. But up until now, I haven't been able to find anything that held up to my high standards. I finally found the best cotton in the world in a region where the Sahara Desert, the Nile River, and the Mediterranean Sea all come together to create the ideal weather conditions for growing cotton. My new Giza Dream bed sheets are made with this long staple cotton, and I guarantee they'll be the most comfortable sheets you'll ever own. The first night you sleep on my sheets, you'll never want to sleep on anything else. The Giza Dream Sheets are available in a variety of colors, and like all of Mike's products, they come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. Right now, you can get your very own by calling 1-800-978-6168 and use the promo code BETHANN to get 30% off plus free shipping. Your assignment is, and we will talk about it next week because I have a busy, busy show tomorrow. We have uh, um, 
And we have a gentleman calling in. We might mention this abortion issue when he calls in, when we get a hold of him tomorrow. And we will also have Daniel then tomorrow. So we have a busy day tomorrow. This is an an article. It's a story. It's a true story. And I believe I shared it with you several years ago, maybe once upon a 4th of July. But I I pulled it out again. Somebody sent it to me again. I actually looked it up the first time. She's in my she's in my list of revolutionary women. Her name is Nancy Hart. I just love this story. Women, this is for you. For all of you who think you're not strong enough, and you may not be a Nancy Hart, but you are strong, and we can do this. Like my brother said a week ago, they've angered the wrong people. He used a different word. They've angered the mother bears. The mama bears are mad. We need to get Kimberly Fletcher on with moms for. Um, anyway, here's the story. And it demonstrates the type of women who settle this frontier in the United States. All these women and men coming across the border, they're here to reap the sacrifice of others. They're going to reap the benefit that took the blood of other people. But this is a good story. Nancy Hart was the wrong woman for whom to mess with or to steal a turkey. She was born Nancy Ann Morgan around 1735 and a cousin of the General Daniel Morgan of the Revolutionary War time. She was a Georgia frontier dweller and was described as a six-foot-tall, red-haired, she had smallpox-scarred face, but she was feisty, and her Cherokee neighbors called her Wahachi, war woman. Her size was quite unusual for that time. That's quite unusual for today. I'm <laughs> she got a foot on me. While her husband, Benjamin Hart, was off fighting for the American cause, Nancy Hart acted as a spy, hanging around British posts, disguised, are you ready for this? Disguised as a feeble-minded man and keeping tabs on the British troop, on their movements and the activities of local loyalists, or the Tories, and reporting her observations to the American leaders. The story about Hart, the best characterizes her concern a half-dozen British soldiers who confiscated her turkey, a turkey from her farm, and demanded that she cook it up for them. (laughs) Not the thing to do. She complied while she quietly removed their weapons with the help of her daughter. They had placed their weapons, you know, upon the wall. And while she's fixing the turkey, her young daughter helped her seize their weapons. Hart then held them at gunpoint, killing one soldier and wounding another when they tried to rush her. The rest were hanged by her neighbors. One has to wonder, was a turkey worth the lives of six British soldiers, all killed because of a turkey? Well, it goes much deeper than a turkey. We know that. For years, we thought this was just a story, but back in 1912, that all changed. 
the railroad came through. Railroad construction workers unearthed the skeleton remains near what they had had been the heart farm. Several of the skeletons had their necks broken like they had been hanged, just like the story said. That changed everything. That was sufficient proof to help cement Hart's place in the American revolutionary history. It also convinced the folks in Georgia they were justified in naming a county after her, the only one of the state's 159 counties named after a woman. Now, it doesn't tell me what the name of that county was. I'm kind of hoping it was Lahatchee, War Woman. But it could have been Nancy Hart. It could be Hart County. It could be Wahatchee County. Women, she was in a bad place. She was not a compliant person. What about us today with our children, our grandchildren, our great-grandchildren? Are we willing to sacrifice? If we thought giving blood was going to take our lives, would we do it? I have in my hands, back in 2020 of July, I rewrote, I put the modernization onto the Declaration of Independence. I kept their same language, mostly. But when I started listing the grievances, and I don't know how many of you ordered this from me. You can have it. I'll for self-stamped addressed envelope. (laughs) In other words, stamp that thing so I don't have to pay for it. You can have this. But who did I blame? We don't have a king, do we? We have Congress. So I blamed Congress. And when I wrote this, Congress was going after Donald Trump, and he was the sitting president. And now we have a president that's sitting that they're still going after the other president. But the usurpations that they have legislated against us are important. They've legislated against the American people and against the Constitution. We would be so much better off if Congress would just leave it alone. But you see, they all wanted to fundamentally change America. They started that over a 100 years ago when they turned over our monetary business to the Federal Reserve, which has nothing to do with the American Constitution. In fact, it's unconstitutional. Unless Congress decides it is. That's what happens when you elect a bunch of lawyers. Thomas Jefferson warned us that the tyranny of the legislature, that's Congress, that's the House of Representatives and the Senate, is really the danger most to be feared and will continue to be so for many years to come. And Madison, he confirmed the importance of the separation of the powers. Accumulation of all power, legislative, executive, and judiciary in the same hands, whether of one, a few, or many, whether hereditary, self-appointed, or elective, may justly be pronounced the very definition of tyranny. Tyranny is where America is today. Turning the military on the citizens. And allowing an invasion on our borders. An invasion of criminals. Truth, um, drug trafficking. Human trafficking. 
Those who kill babies unborn, they don't care anything about human trafficking and rapes of women, whether they be on the border, on the way, here, or in our public school bathrooms. They do not care. Tyranny. When the people have no rights, no say. That is where the Democrat Party is leading us. And while the Republicans make a lot of noise, oh, they went after Garland. Will anything happen? We liked what they said. But will anything happen? Will we be able to turn it around with an election? We talked about that yesterday. And if we do, what next? Because tyranny has never run. It's never won. Someone is always there to take it away from you. So remove the danger and bring America home. Abby Johnson was once director of a Planned Parenthood clinic in Bryan, Texas. After a moral crisis, she quit, and now she campaigns against what she once endorsed. They implement abortion quotas in all of their clinics. What do you mean quotas? You have to perform a certain number of abortions every month. Um, one of the reasons that I left... Are they explicit about that? Yes. It's, it's in your budget, right there on the line item. Uh, one of the reasons I left Planned Parenthood was because uh, in a budget meeting I was told to double that abortion quota. And for me, as someone who had spoken to the media and had said, you know, we're about reducing the number of abortions, we're about, you right. know, prevention, all of these other services, I was shocked. So since you actually worked at a Planned Parenthood, give us some sense of the relative number of abortions. Okay. Abortions, Planned Parenthood provides over 330,000 abortions a year. They are the largest single abortion provider in our country. Can a nation conceived in liberty carry its head high if it denies protection to the youngest and most vulnerable of its citizens? Can a country founded on God-given rights continue to thrive without understanding that life is a precious gift from our Creator? As a physician, I have looked into the eyes of one-pound babies. I have cradled their small bodies in the palm of one hand. I defy those who are careless, who would disregard life and look at these tiny little miracles and say, we're not going to protect that. But I believe there will come a time when we are all judged on whether or not we took a stand in defense of all life from the moment of conception until our last natural breath. One thing I promise you, I will always take a stand for life. 